Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. As always, I want to thank Rick Mitchell for the introductions and my fantastic producer, Adam Zaluf. Today's guests are two of our favorites, two regulars, NFL scout, award-winning writer, and star of the Boxing Authorities, Smokin' Jim Frazier, and the other star of the Boxing Authorities and host of Steel City Sports World, mentor, Luther Dupree. What's going on, guys? Hey, Claudio, thanks for having us on, man. You, you know you're the real story, Bob. <laughs> not, not according we, to my uncle. Drop in and fill in. Not according to my uncle in Italy. I don't even know if he knows I'm on the show. all right well guys we're going to kick it off right away uh with the Steelers in the playoffs but before we go into that uh Luther I want your thoughts first of all on the Chargers Raiders game and uh if it ended in a tie both the Chargers and the Raiders make it to the playoffs and obviously uh if it doesn't Steelers and the winning team goes to the playoffs tell us about your thoughts of that whole game and how it played out well, Claudio, I mean, it was, you know, a tense moment for, for all of those Steeler fans watching that game. At first, I thought the Raiders were going to blow them out. They had a big lead, and then all of a sudden it got close. And I thought of all the facts. Is this fix? Are they really going to end it a time? Overtime comes. Charger coach calls a timeout. They took a field goal. Um, I really thought it was going to end it a time. Both of them getting a playoffs. It was, it was a crazy scenario, and the NFC to love it. I know ratings were super high because of the game. Uh, I'm glad the Steelers got in. It was just, it was just a tense moment. I've never sure seen was. Like it. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. But uh, it, it really brought a lot of excitement. Um, Raiders, you know, what, what's better than kicking a rival out of a playoff game? So it was just, it, it was crazy. I've never seen anything like that. Right. No, me neither. Me neither. I, I said, and, and, and if you can kind of fix your phone just a little bit, it would be good. But, um, uh, Jim, before we go to you, I, I never seen anything like I said, there's no way in hell it's going to be a tie game. And man, if it didn't go overtime. But, Jim, your thoughts on that game? Hey, first of all, man, I just want to thank Adam for having me. I can't tell you <laughs> how much we miss you, buddy. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad, Claudio, we got one uh, Steeler fan. <laughs> on the show, uh, you know, <laughs> Luther's a true, true fanatic. Hey, listen, um, the coach for the San Diego Chargers uh, need to be shot. San Diego got a very talented <laughs> team. Uh, Luther knows that up up close and personal. He was he witnessed the beating that San Diego gave the Pittsburgh Steelers earlier in the year. Listen, well, you, do not go for, you do not go for it at your own 18-yard line on fourth down. Um, you know, that was ridiculous. These guys are dealing with analytics today. Um, it's crazy. Um, you got maybe the best quarterback in the league, best young quarterback at least in the league. Um, this guy got the size, all the potential in the world. You know what I mean? I, I don't believe in playing for ties. It's like kissing your sister. But the mistakes that the San Diego 
head coach was making. I mean, this guy doesn't have a resume, much of a resume. I mean, he was doing some things that he was trying to get fired, you know. Um, <laughs> and, and this is a guy, there's 30 seconds to go in the game. I think the Raiders was content um, to, to go for a tie. or 50-some yards out too far for a field goal, and you call a timeout. The Raiders really wanted to win that game because nobody wanted to go to Kansas City. Raiders much rather go to the Cincinnati Bengals. So I was very surprised the way a lot of things unfolded. You know, I don't believe in uh, overtime in regular season. Nothing's wrong with a tie at the end of regulation. If you're not going to play like the college um, do, somebody has to win, somebody has to lose. If you're not going to do that, then ended in regulation as a tie. I had no problem with that. That's a good point. Yeah, and we're going to get to <clears throat> NFL coaching and, and even just coaching, period, later on the show. But, well, the Steelers are in. Uh, Luther, your thoughts on – well, let's just put it – I'll ask you this. If you were Tomlin, what would your game plan be both on offense and defense? Okay, on offense, uh, of course, you got to keep it on the ground. you got to keep the ball out of – Patrick Mahomes and that killer Kansas City offense. Najee Harris has to get the ball 30 times, keep it on the ground, don't have Ben pass it more, if possible, than 15, 20 times. You know, extend the game, make the game short as possible. Uh, running the ball, getting first downs. And Najee Harris has been tremendous. He got hurt last game, came back from a shoulder injury, and you saw the difference uh, he yep. made in that offense. Offense couldn't get anything done. He comes in the beginning of the fourth quarter. They run off some points and, and, and take the game into overtime. On defense, uh, you got to stop uh, Travis Kelsey. Um, last time they stopped Hill and then the backups beat him. Uh, it's going to be tough for the Steelers defense to do anything with this Kansas City offense. Their best defense is hopefully their offense is able to run the ball and uh, you know keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. It's going to be a long shot. Uh, they played with the Steelers the first time. Um, you know, they're favored by 12, and, you know, it's going to be – it's a long shot. I mean, you know, unless Kansas City plays their worst game and the Steelers have their game in life, it's, it doesn't look like they're, they're going to make it competitive. Just too many offensive weapons for Kansas City, and uh, there's not a lot of talent on that Steelers team. Great job just even getting them into the playoffs by Coach Tomlin. You know, you and Jim get on them a lot, but this is a <laughs> tremendous job with very limited talent. You know, he showed me a lot about his coaching ability because there's not much talent. As he said, a lot of warts on this team, and somehow they still win nine games and get in the playoffs, and that's what I caught at the beginning, beginning of the season, nine wins. <laughs> All right, Smoking Jim, what would you do if you were Tomlin? Uh, first of all, if I was uh, Coach Tomlin, I would resign. Impersonating <laughs> 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 the coach. Hey, listen, you know, Luther, 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 Luther and his boys from the hood are going to Kansas City for the game. I think that's a waste of money for the boys to go down there. Hey, listen, you know what I mean? Um, this was one of the worst coaching jobs I've ever seen in my life. The Steelers got as much talent, if not more, than any team in the league. The offensive line stage, we knew that at the beginning of the year. But if you look at the roster from top to bottom, 
They are loaded from tight ends to wide receivers to young oh, running backs. I mean, what more talent you want? You got the Hayward and 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 uh, T.J. Watt, the greatest uh, Pittsburgh Steeler I've ever seen out there. So, I mean, how much more talent do you need? Um, you know, in a very weak division that that was uh, sabotaged by injuries. Listen, um, you know, I, I, I'm 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 proud of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, Ben never had a losing season, and that's tied with. Uh, uh, Coach Tomlin and uh, and Kevin Colbert, who's been uh, riding Ben on Ben's back um, all these years, he's been carrying that whole um, administration. Listen, I'm happy for Ben. I'm happy for the city of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a, you know, they moved to Dow. You know, the Steeler fans are all over the place. But this is the worst matchup you can ever have. I remember last year, real quickly watching Tennessee, I think, was up 24 nothing on Kansas City. And the next thing you know, it's 28-24 at halftime. So this is a team that when they score, they can score in bunches, and they score real fast and real quick. And I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers is capable of putting up the numbers. So um, this is a retirement party for Big Ben, and I'm going to miss him. Jim, you make a lot of good points. Go ahead, Luth. Oh, Claudia, I was, I was going to say something. Jim, this is the least talented team in the playoffs by far. You've got the youngest offensive line in the playoffs. You have a young running back, a quarterback who's on his last leg. He's probably the worst. Out of all the quarterbacks in the playoffs, he's probably the one uh, who you least want to have because he's at the end of, uh, end of his career. Uh, wide receivers, very young, very unproven. Defensively, they have no defensive linemen. They have linebackers or, or, or C-level at this point. Defensive backs, they may have one of the worst defensive backs other than Minka Fitzpatrick. So and I, I really don't know where you get <laughs> that this is the most talented team. You're a scout. I don't know what you're scouting. How many of these guys can take over <laughs> any team in the playoffs? Probably none, except maybe Najee Harris or T.J. Watt. Stop it, Jim. That was all lies. Please clean that up. Please. You know what, DeLuther? I, I'm leaning towards Jim on that. <clears throat> as far oh as my court, God. as far as quarterbacks are concerned, I would take Roethlisberger over several of them, including Tannehill and uh, a few of the young bucks. Okay, as far as running well, backs are concerned, different. Uh, numbers say different, but he's in the playoffs, and you see what the guy does. He might not look good the first like 60 minutes, okay, but when it's crunch time, I, what did I say at the beginning of the year, Jim? He's the he's still the most dangerous quarterback out there. And Najee Harris is is big time. I'll agree with you with the offensive line. You you got it there. The worst. The worst. It, it's not good. Defensive line. Defensive, defensive line. line of Cam worst. Hayward is is big time. And then linebackers. I mean Bush. No. Uh, what's what's number forty one's name against Spillane? Yeah, he's still, he's all right. No. But but uh, Cam. I mean Schobert. Uh, no. Schobert isn't no. doing it. Right. But why, back to the wide receivers, back to the wide receivers, Claypool can be big time. I mean, yes, they have some drops and, and their tight ends might be in the Jim, Would you agree that they're top three in the league, the tight ends? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. OK, yes, sir. so I don't think they're that bad. I mean, the record. I mean, maybe they could have done a little bit better this year. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, no, I'm yeah, not. A you're completely wrong. You're okay. completely wrong. I mean, like when I said, the head coach said we have a lot of warts, 
Well, what's he what's he going to say? That, that, I, he says a lot of stuff. They made the playoffs. They, they did. The they did. They have a lot of wars because they have a young team. There's not a lot of talent. There's a reason they're going to have more money than any team in the playoffs uh, <laughs> next year because they haven't spent a lot on talent. They have right. young guys, hey. unproven guys. Next year, they hey, have Luther. more money to spend hey, than anyone. Uh, hey, Luther. Come on, you hey, guys Luther. are talking nonsense. That's just one of the least talented Pittsburgh Steelers teams I've ever seen in my life. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> hey, Luther, uh, <laughs> do you, would you agree that the warts on the team was created by the head coach, <laughs> Devin Bush, Schubert, they brought in? You well, know, I, believe that's, I, believe the GM, I believe the GM selected that as well. And they've let a lot of people okay. know that they should not have let go. You know, well, that, that's, we're going to get, it, we're gonna get into that. A lot of free agents. We're going to get they into the GM young. thing next uh but before we get into the gm thing because colbert is resigning or retiring uh luther you believe the steelers are going to lose the game do you have a score oh it could get pretty ugly um you don't see the offense being able to put up more than you know 14 16 points i'm looking at maybe 30 31 to about uh 16 jim it's not going to be very competitive can I ask Luther one question before I answer? Of course. Friday? If you think it's going to be a blowout, Luther, why are you going to the game just to waste money? <laughs> well, well, what, well, one, I'm not going to the game. I was going to go to the game. It was just to see Ben's last playoff game. That's part of history. The greatest, the greatest quarterback in Pittsburgh Steelers history to this point. And who knows when we'll get another elite quarterback. So that was... You know, that was the reason I was going to go. But uh, for some reason, we're, well, we're not going to be able to go to this one. Well, I'm glad it was to a hear farewell finally, Hey, Luther, I'm, fi- I'm glad to hear you're finally supporting a white man. Um, Claudio, <laughs> my, my score the Kansas City Chiefs being led by Ingram as as a linebacker who the Pittsburgh Steelers gave up and just completely (laughs) changed that defense around. Um, The play he made uh, to win the game last week when he he went and and tackled the running back for a loss, stripped him, made him fumble, and the other guy scooped it up and went 90 yards. That's the kind of thing that Ingram could have done uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he'll do it for Kansas City as they play in the Super Bowl this year. But Kansas City, um, I think that with all the loud noise and the ruckus at Arrowhead Stadium, one of the loudest stadiums, I believe Kansas City can put up uh, 45. And I'd like to see uh, Ben do his thing in the fourth quarter and put up 17 for the Steelers, 45-17. All right. I'm along the lines with Luther, 31-17 Kansas City. And when we come back, we are going to talk about the uh, general manager position as well as the quarterback's uh, situation for next year. When we hear from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Donna's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, criminal defense attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, and the Quaker Valley Rotary Club. And don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get it on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, Amazon and Barnes and Noble and Robinson Township 
And don't forget about the best boxing show on TV, The Boxing Authorities. You can check us out on live.vivetv.network. You can also check us out on PCTV21, uh, Comcast here in Pittsburgh, and PCTV47 Verizon. And I'm going to be doing a new podcast uh, hosting along with uh, Mark Mancini called Monday Night Impact. It'll be starting uh, January 17th, 5 p.m. to 5.30 Eastern Time. You can hear the show on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mancini Sports. You can also check it out on my Facebook page. Uh, not too long after that, probably about a half hour after the show. And then you can also listen live on uh, Bluetooth 347-205-9631. You can also call in. So right back on the Claudia Rosano Show with Jim Frazier and Luther Dupree. It's so nice to be outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives, it's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care you've been looking for the law offices of eric jackson laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs maybe it's a dui or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time whatever the scenario the law offices of eric jackson laurie are available seven days a week with a practice based throughout western pennsylvania the law offices of eric jackson laurie are conveniently located in downtown pittsburgh and fox chapel when you or a loved one needs discreet experienced legal representation call eric jackson laurie at 412-963-9308 that's 412-963-9308 we want to welcome our newest sponsor dom's pizzeria and sports bar 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. Okay, welcome back to the Claudio Rosano Show. I almost said welcome back to the Boxing Authorities, Lutheran Jim. I'm so used to saying that. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, Colbert is, I don't know if he used the word retiring or resigning. I think he said retiring. I'm not sure. You guys can correct me. Uh, your thoughts on the next GM. Will it be, I, I think it'll be Tomlin. Uh, what are your thoughts, Luther? Listen, I, I think, uh, Colbert has done a, a masterful job since he's been here. He's brought in a lot of great players, um, you know, Notwithstanding this year, a uh, very young team. They didn't spend a lot of money. But uh, I think he goes out. Um, I think he's still going to do this draft before he retires. Um, I think he's a, a very good team, very underrated. He's done a lot of good things uh, for, the, for the program. 
I do not think it will be Mike Tomlin as the GM and coach. I hate that dynamic. I like for a GM to have the GM responsibilities and the head coach to have his. If you look around the NFL, when a coach had both, most of the time it's failed. You know, uh, Belichick, uh, Belichick was one of the ones who had success with it, but most guys who have both powers, they don't win Super Bowls, um, and it doesn't work out. I don't know who the next one would be. Um, it'd probably be somebody within the organization. That's what the Steelers do, but it will not be Mike Tomlin, in my, in my opinion. Smoking Jim. Well, you know, um, Kevin Colbert and I go back to the beginning. Um, we were hired the same year. Uh, Tom Donahoe hired me in the year 2000. And the day after he hired me, they fired him. <laughs> and they brought in <laughs> Kevin Colbert. And uh, Kevin Colbert stunk at um, Detroit. Um, he came here to the Pittsburgh Steelers just to uh, get beat by, in racquetball and handball by Bill Cowher. Um, Bill Cowher was the acting uh, general manager. Only thing Kevin Colbert did was get him uh, coffee, donuts, and interns. And um, from 2000 wow. to 2006, Bill Cowher ran a draft. Uh, Kevin Colbert is one of the most overrated uh, general managers oh. in the history of the NFL. First of all, um, people talking about he should be going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't believe general managers should be going to the Hall of Fame. I believe that the Hall of Fame should be for elite football players, um, a small number of coaches and owners. But if you're going to put general managers in the Hall of Fame, you got to start with Dick Haley, who should have been in there before Bill Nunn. Dick Haley got 13 Hall of Famers that he drafted. And uh, for some reason, uh, Dick Haley does not get mentioned to go in the Hall of Fame. Kevin Colbert had way too many first-round busts on his resume from the Ziggy Hood uh, to the, you know, the Jarvis Too Slow Jones to the Devin Bushes to the Terrell Edmonds. Listen, you don't have as many first-round busts in the National Football League as Kevin Colbert has had. And you still get uh, talked about as one of the elites, what one of the nicest guys, you know, I ever had the uh, pleasure. You know, we used to go to Boston matches uh, together. We had dinner together. Uh, Kevin Colbert is a, a, a real gentleman, but he's very smart. Um, Kevin Colbert um, rode the, the Big Ben train. The Big Ben is retiring. And Kevin Colbert is retiring. And if I was uh, Mike Tomlin, I would retire as well. So uh, congratulations to a job well done, uh, Kevin Colbert. Very overrated. No way this guy's a Hall of Famer. Job fame. well done, overrated. Hey, Luther, I hope he never says anything good about us because then he's going to rip us. Hey, right hey, 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 Luther, hey, Luther, how was that Artie Burns pick? <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, Colbert. you could, Jim, you could go through every gym who's, who's had a draft pick in 20 years and talk about all the busts they had. Most folks, first-rounders are busts, Jim. Not everybody becomes hey, a star. Hey, but it's hey, not Luther, just the first-rounder. Hey, it's overall. Did he get Did he, Did he? he get an Antonio Brown in the sixth round? Hey, Luther, you got to look at the hey, whole draft, pick. Jim. Yeah, yeah, that was my pick. Hey, hey Luther. Hey, 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 Luther, did I or did I not say 
and every time, and I put it out on Facebook, I put it out on the world, I told them that these guys were going to be bust, and they ended up being the bust. There's no way you got me in that same room and you making those kind of picks. I could have, hey, I could have got Kevin Colbert into the Hall of Fame if he was listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, Luther mentioned that uh, about the draft that the Colbert's going to be in the draft. Why, why wouldn't the, the draft isn't going to be till July, I believe, right? No, no, no. When the April. hell is that's the NBA? April. April. I'm thinking about April. NBA. April. Right. April. April's the draft. Yeah. Okay. Well, would you want your new GM to be a part of that draft or Colbert? And I still think. And Jim, let me ask you this: Luther doesn't think so. I think it's going to be Tomlin because I know. From what I heard, he wanted to be he, – he would like that. Uh, who knows you know, if, I'm, if my source was correct or not. But um, he wanted to be – have more say-so in the draft, uh, maybe another title. Your thoughts on that? Would you bring him in to be the GM, give him more power for the draft? And whether it's Tomlin or somebody else, wouldn't you want them to be the head guy for the draft instead of doing the draft first, then bringing a guy in? Jim. Well, I tell you what, I think after 15 years, Coach Tomlin earned the right um, to have that title as head coach and general manager. Um, I'm being told that they're going to promote somebody uh, within. They may not even hire a general manager. They may promote somebody to director of player personnel. Don't forget, the Steelers never had a general manager before until they wanted to give Kevin Colbert a couple more dollars so they you know, they, they removed the director of player personnel and made him a GM. Um, I, I agree with uh, Kevin Colbert because he's a gentleman. Listen, most of the scouting should be done other than the, 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 the combines and the senior bowl. So the work that the scouts are supposed to be working um, all year long to prepare for this draft. So they should be prepared um, to get another first-round bus. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> From from my from a from a business standpoint, you will want uh, Kevin Colbert to finish out in April since they've already done the legwork. But I agree with you for the most part, Claudio, that um, the new GM should be doing it. But since the work is you know already done and Kevin Colbert is uh, bleeds black and gold, um, he's more of a Penguin fan than a Steeler fan. Um, and, um, yeah, I would let him go ahead and, uh, continue with the, continue with the draft because it's Kevin Colbert. Luther, what would you do? Would you let the new GM you know, I, or hire Tomlin or let Colbert go ahead and finish up? You know, listen, Colbert has earned the right to have this last draft. If you look at Baltimore Ravens, they also did a similar thing with Ozzie Newsom. His last draft, he selected, uh, Lamar Jackson in the first round. Great pick. He's earned that right. A legend in Baltimore, a legend in Cleveland. I think Colbert has earned that same right. Let him do this draft. And, um, you know, I, I think that's positive for him to go out. But I don't think Tomlin will get it. Of course, he wants it. All coaches want the head coach and GM responsibilities. But I don't believe uh, it'll, it'll go to him. I believe they're going to promote somebody within um, to take that position. But I don't have a problem with Colbert hey, doing this. I think he's hey, earned Luther. the right. Hey, Luther. Hey, Luther. I, I, I think Coach Tomlin, I think Coach Tomlin is going to get the GM title because he was doing the GM dance in the locker room with the other team with his teammates after. I agree with Terry Bradshaw. That 
was a clown move. <laughs> oh, listen, I don't know what Bradshaw's deal is with, with Tomlin. That was two minutes of revenue. They did something in the last game. Two seconds, he was out of there. You know, it wasn't Antonio Brown broadcasting his post-game press conference. It was a couple guys down, so we didn't have a problem with it. And that's why guys love playing for Tomlin, and you have a lot of free agents that will want to come play for the Steelers uh, this offseason. You know, the one thing I remember. You got, Marcus, you got Marcus Allen. You got Marcus Allen that shouldn't even be on the scene. Every week he want to be on TikTok dancing and hear <laughs> from the clown coach right with him. <laughs> well, listen, uh, you, you may say that, but some of the best middle linebacking play that we had is with Spillane and Marcus Allen were playing middle linebacker and shut down the Cleveland Browns running game. Shubs did not have a good game. They played well. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. He's gotten better and better in that position. Uh, just you a little. Set the bar real low. You it. set the bar real low. <laughs> I'm just saying. I said this year. This year was that not one of the best middle linebacker performances this year? Marcus Allen and and Spillane in the middle. They struggled mightily. That was one of the better games. I, I was I was impressed with what he did. Yeah, I agree with you, Luther. Marcus Allen shouldn't be on the team. <laughs> I, I, I do agree with Bill Parcell years ago whenever he said, if you want me to cook the dinner, at least let me shop for some of the groceries. And, I, you know, if you're the head coach, obviously you would like to have a little say-so in that. So, um, But, again, my prediction, Jim and Luther, is still Tomlin will be whatever title that – the guy who, who, who uh, if it's GM or director of player operations or whatever, personnel, I, I do think it'll be Tomlin. But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about next year's quarterback situation, and we're also going to be discussing coaching in the NFL. And, and I know Luther's a big baseball fan as well, and we'll talk about a little bit about uh, baseball coaches as well. When we hear from our sponsors, and don't forget about the – Boxing authorities, check us out on live.vivetv.network. You can catch Jim, Luther, and myself. That is the best boxing show uh, out there. I, I told uh, people it's not only informative, which it is, but it's also very entertaining. So, uh, And also continue to send the uh, mailbox questions to our show here, as well as boxingmailbag at yahoo.com. And don't forget about my brand new show coming up on january 17th monday night impact on blogtalkradio.com forward slash mancini sports and you can also check it out on my facebook page uh, once the show is over we will be discussing leadership motivation and life so i'm very excited about doing that show i appreciate the opportunity but i would have never done any media uh, any media jobs, be it TV or podcast radio shows if it wasn't for the two guys that are on the show here today uh, Luther and Jim, so I appreciate you guys. But when we come back, again, we're going to talk about quarterback for next year and uh, coaches. Right back on the Claudio Rosano Show. It's so nice to be outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives, it's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care you've been looking for. Gotcha. 
The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Luther, the quarterback situation next year for the Steelers, my thoughts are, Number one, I would ask Ben back. I would not at the. I would, I would not at the salary that he's making. Uh, you know, cut him back one more time. I don't think it's going to happen. Of course, you never know. I, I would want him back one more year. Now, if they don't get him, I do not believe you should use, not waste, use any draft picks for next year because I believe they should load up on the offensive line. Uh, you know, get some young buck linebackers. You know, fill in the spots that you need. There are some free agent quarterbacks out there that I think would be not just good Lutheran Jim and fans of the show, but I mean big time. And, and I'm being dead serious about that. There's three guys, free agents. I've been saying on, on our Steel City Sports World show, which you can also check on PCTV 21 and PCTV 47 here in Pittsburgh, Comcast. Uh, yeah, P- Comcast 21, Verizon 47. Marcus Mariota. Only 28 years old. Mitchell Trubinsky, I think 28, 29 years old. Jameis Winston, 20 years old. They're not going to cost an arm and a leg. Anywhere, they're all three making, I think, between five and seven million a year. Uh, I know Jim this morning asked me about Jimmy Garoppolo, which I would love to have Jimmy Garoppolo, but I think you're going to have to give up a lot because I don't believe he's a free agent. And as I said, you need your draft pick. So Mariota, Trubinsky, Jameis Winston, they're all young. They don't have a lot of miles on them. I honestly think those guys can can be a starting quarterback on this team for a good seven to nine years. Um, Luther, your thoughts on that? Hello, Claudia. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, <laughs> we got you now, Luther. Good. Your your thoughts <laughs> on my guys? I was using Logan Jones and Obama, so sorry. You know, he's had a great career, but he's finished. You know, let him go get ready for the Hall of Fame. But uh, his services are, are no longer needed right now. Let him enjoy his wife and kids and, and do what he needs to do off the field. But, I, you know, the rookie class, I like uh, Malik Willis out of Liberty. 
I don't think he has talent. Of course, Pickett uh, from Pitt has also gotten some hype. But Mariota, oh, not impressed. Um, Trebinsky from North Carolina. He's been with Buffalo and Chicago. I don't like him either. Jameis Winston, he just got hurt. He throws a lot of interceptions. Not impressed. You know, early in the year they were talking about Aaron Rodgers. I don't see that happening. That would be a great move. But, again, I don't want to use all that money on a quarterback. Uh, Russell Wilson may be available. I don't see him coming. He didn't have Pittsburgh on his list of prospects. Um, I'd love to have him, but that's that's not an option as well. You know, I'd like to see them draft a quarterback, Malik Willis, uh, in the in the first round. I think it's time. Uh, Mason Rudolph is not the answer. Uh, Haskins is not the answer. So I don't think they have a starting quarterback on the roster. They have a bunch of C-level guys, uh, but I don't think it's a starter draft the one or you know there's there's some other backups that that could be an option matt ryan will be available with atlanta you know i think he's a nice stopgap you draft a quarterback get a matt ryan in here huntley uh from baltimore okay i forgot about him yeah 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 um he's going to be available baltimore's going to pay a lot of money to keep lamar jackson he'd be available wouldn't cost a lot you draft a quarterback and you, you build up the offensive line the defensive line so I, I draft a quarterback and try to get a mid-level quarterback because uh, right now they're a playoff team. You know, they fix a couple areas. You know, they can improve that nine wins to maybe 10 or 11 and still stay in the mix. But their conference is loaded with young, strong quarterbacks. I think it's time for the Steelers to get that draft pick. Hopefully Malik uh, Willis will be there. Pickett will be there when they draft, and they can get a quarterback. That's what I would do. You have to start over try to find that elite quarterback. But every other quarterback in the AFC North is loaded. Lamar Jackson. Um, you have uh, Joe Burrows. And Baker Mayfield is solid when he's healthy. He was injured this year. But a lot of young quarterbacks, you have to find a way to get in that mix with a young quarterback. Uh, Smoking Jim. Well, I think that bad cell phone is frying Luther's brain. But, uh, <laughs> again, he Mr. Flip-Flop didn't answer the question. Hey, hey, listen, I got to agree with you, Claudio. Um, the Steelers are going to be much improved next year. So I would bring Big Ben back next year. Oh. I think he would have a chance. Um, you know, this is the guy that led, a, you know, this team to, to a playoffs. Who knows what he can do next year. But, uh, hey, listen, uh, my highest-rated quarterback in the last 10, 15 years was Russell Wilson. I took a lot of heat when uh, – Yep. My draft report was the only one that had Russell Wilson. It hit that bum Andrew Luck, and I, yes, I think did. that history has proven me bum. right. I got a guy. I got a guy now that I rated um, higher, just as high as Russell Wilson, highest rated quarterback I've had since Russell Wilson. And Luther mentioned his name, so good scouting near Luther. Malik Willis from Liberty. He's six foot one, two hundred twenty-five pounds. This guy could be an all-pro running back in NFL with 4.37 speed in the 40. This guy's a – he's a Lamar Jackson, but he can throw. <laughs> this is – listen, if you're Ooh. going to keep the current offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, then you need a quarterback that has a – you run pass option, RPO. That's what Malik Willis will give you. I think that him uh, being your quarterback will – will help the running game um, a lot. And I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to beef up uh, that offensive line. So that's the guy that I would go with. 
Now, here's here's the guys I would go with in free agency. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I'd give up two first-round draft picks uh, for him um, because um, all you're going to do is pick another Artie Burns or something like that, or Devin Bush. So why keep the first-round choices? Uh, Deshaun Watson is the Michael Jordan of the NFL. His, his head coach in college said it. I love Jimmy G. Um, mm. I do think the Pittsburgh Steelers have a starting um, quarterback on their roster. He don't have no eyebrows, but he got a great brain. <laughs> and Joshua Dobbs always like him. <laughs> the problem that you run into, <laughs> the problem you run into bringing in a veteran quarterback is it kills your salary cap because you're gonna have to pay these guys nearly thirty million dollars. Whereas you, if you if you're sold on Malik Willis like me and Luther is, then you bring him in for the uh, rookie minimum. Um, I, I hopefully, he'll be still there because um, he's playing in the senior bowl game, so his stock may go up. I think that picket for Pitt, I would stay away from him. I think his stock is steadily dropping, which I predicted uh, when he didn't play in the Peach Bowl game. Um, you know, when he showed that uh, he got a – uh, a little cowardice and a little quitter in him, a little yellow streak down the middle of his back. Um, he's not a, the competitor that a lot of people say. And number one, his arm strength is questionable, and he don't have great, great size. But um, I would take uh, Malik Willis um, in the first round, and I agree with Claudio that I would bring. I would try to talk Big Ben into coming back one more year. You know, though, I, Jim, I was that Luther. I was that Luther. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think, Luther and Jim, that the, the free agents that I mentioned, first of all, to, to what you said, uh, Jim, I, I and Luther knows because he was sitting next to me. I still not sold on Kenny Pickett. I'm not crazy about the arm. Um, right. I, I, he just, again, as a scout, Jim, as you know, what's the one thing you can hang your hat on somebody is it is it his arm is it his feet is it his accuracy is it his size what is it uh, uh, for a quarterback you know i just can't hang my head on anything with him now as far as the free agents are concerned you said 30 million dollars um are you talking about like a five-year six-year deal because those guys i mentioned no, i'm talking about i'm talking about per year well, none of those guys are going to get $30 million. They're, I, I think Mariota and Trubinsky are both making in the 5-6 range, and Winston, I think, is making between 6 and 7. So I, I think the most – Well, I was talking more I was talking more about the, the free agents that Luther was mentioning, like Aaron Rodgers. And oh, yeah, Russell those guys. Yeah, those yeah, guys. of course. Yeah, yeah that, that I don't think that would happen at all. But I just think that when you have a team that – they're in the playoffs – and they're not that far away with some pieces. And I think they should bulk up mm. on the offensive line through the draft and maybe get a free agent, a good free agent, a, a solid guy. Um, I, I just don't think that there's anybody in the division that dominant that uh, they can't overcome, with the exception of Kansas City, that they're that do- are the Raiders that dominant? No, San uh, Chargers. Yes, they're they're up and coming. Dolphins were, but they got rid of their coach, which we're going to talk about, which is stupid. But um, I I think that they're not that far away from being a major contender. Number one, I'd go for Ben one more time. I just would. Uh, but anyway, um, so I, I think all three of us kind of have a different uh, look on that. But um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Obviously, when we come back. 
we are going to talk about coaches, uh, both in uh, baseball and, and, and football, maybe just everywhere. When we come back, we'll rate that with uh, Smoking Jim Frazier and Luther Dupree. It's so nice to be outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives, it's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care you've been looking for the law offices of eric jackson laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs maybe it's a dui or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time whatever the scenario the law offices of eric jackson laurie are available seven days a week with a practice based throughout western pennsylvania the law offices of eric jackson laurie are conveniently located in downtown pittsburgh and fox chapel when you or a loved one needs discreet experienced legal representation call eric jackson laurie at 412-963-9308 that's 412-963-9308 we want to welcome our newest sponsor dom's pizzeria and sports bar 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. Welcome back to the Claudio Relsano Show with Smoking Jim Frazier and Luther Dupree. You know... I text you guys all the time. We text each other about certain calls and moves, especially about coaching. And I think the NFL coaching is about as bad as it's ever been, in my opinion. (laughs) It is. Both the coordinators, head coaches, I mean, these young bucks. And, hey, I was 23 the first time I ever got a head coaching job. So I don't have anything against young coaching. I was 25, my first head coach in college. But – I knew what the hell I was doing. These guys tried – they almost outcoached themselves. And a quick example, when Cleveland was playing Pittsburgh, uh, was it two weeks ago, whenever it was, or last week, whatever, Pittsburgh is near the bottom of the NFL against uh, rushing. Cleveland is near the top. And what did they do? They passed all day. I mean, I don't understand it. Fourth and one, they do a pitch out. Um I think these guys. Well, Marcus Allen playing linebacker, uh, Claudio. But Marcus listen, Allen I, was playing linebacker. That day. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think with like, I think they try to out coach themselves. Uh, they they overthink. They want to get cute, just like several years ago with Seattle and the Super Bowl against New England. You know, you got fourth and one or whatever it was. Uh, you know, they're at the goal line. 
instead of give it to Marshawn Lynch, they try to be cute and pass. They outthink themselves. And it really disgusts me. Tennessee a few weeks ago against Pittsburgh, that was an awful job. I mean, or, or we talked about the uh, Chargers and the Raiders. I just cannot stand. I, I have a notebook, and I'm looking at it right now. Of ga- I, have the, I used to have the notebook in front of me during football games, basketball, and, uh, of course, baseball. And I would write notes and write notes and write notes. I have not written a note in this notebook in years because the coaching is absolutely atrocious. Uh, Luther, your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree uh, with, with some of the things you said. Um, I think uh, Chargers head coach made a horrible decision. Um, not only that game, if you remember, earlier in the year he had a chance to beat Kansas City, but he kept going for it on fourth and one, um, you know, where he could have kicked, kicked some field goals. The timeout against the Raiders with 20 seconds left or however many seconds left was a bad move. I, I thought there were a lot of things differently. I think analytics just came way too much, not right. only in football and baseball and basketball and everything else. You know, you have to have the measurables. It says you take the picture at this point. And, you know, I don't like it. You should go for two um, on the possession before the last one. It, it's just a lot of things I don't agree with. But one thing I also don't agree with is fans and commentators like you and Smoking Jim criticizing a Hall of Fame caliber coach. Uh, the job that Tomlin did this year, 15 years without a losing record, never been done. NFL history, and all you get is slander after slander uh, uh, from people. Team was very untalented, and he got them to play at a certain level. That's what you want a coach to do. Get the most out of every position. You know, when you don't have a lot of talent, can you still get them the nine wins? Can you still get them to the playoffs? You know, I thought it was a masterful job. Um, There's not a lot of great coaches right now. Um, I have them in the top, still have them in the top five coaches in the NFL. You know, with Belichick, with uh, Andy Reid, with all of those guys. So I, I definitely agree that there's some bad coaches out here. There's a lot of young guys that, you know, they, they get one hot. You know, there's a guy who coached the Saints. Um, all of a sudden, he coached one game, and now he's a hot prospect. They don't have to put together a body of work, and then all of, all of a sudden they're the hot guy. I don't like it. I don't like analytics. Um, I think coaching definitely needs to improve. But people also have to stop disrespecting coaches who are getting it done. Um, I, I think Miami, they, they did a terrible job finding uh, Brian Flores. Um, he had two winning seasons. Miami was at the bottom before he got there. They're solid now. I noticed his relationship with the GM and the quarterback um, was rocky, and that was part of it. But listen, Miami chose the wrong quarterback. When you choose the wrong quarterback, it sets your franchise back five or ten years. They chose Tua. They could have had Justin Herbert and could have been a lot further along in the process. But definitely, I, I think there's a lot of bad coaching in there. Um, but we got to give respect to the ones who are getting it done. And, and baseball is the worst. I've said that numerous times. It's it's horrendous, especially to narrow it down uh, to, in the hitting department. Absolutely atrocious. But, uh, Jim, your thoughts on coaching today? Well, you know, it's, it's terrible, not only coaches, but players. Um, listen, coaches back in the day, the Chuck Knowles, the Vince Lombardi's, uh, they could coach every position. There's not a position on the field they couldn't. They were experts um, in their field of craft. Um, you know, the coaches today um, grew up on uh, Madden, 
Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, dis- I disagree with Luther. I, I agree with Miami uh, firing Flores. Uh, it's a blessing in disguise for him. Listen, I told you guys on draft day uh, that Tua was a bum. He only got drafted because the NFL wanted a Samoan quarterback. It won't be a good Samoan quarterback for the next 20 years. Um, <laughs> wow. You, know, you can't, you can't, if you're not, if you're not the Tennessee Titans or the Georgia Bulldogs, you can't win in the National Football League unless you're committed to the run without a great quarterback. So Florida's can go somewhere else. Listen, I look for more than just a guy in today's football. You know, Flores is King Kong. <laughs> you know what I mean? He guy got no personality. He, he can coach, but when you coach the Miami Dolphins, you want somebody like Don Shula, somebody that can go to uh, speaking engagements, man, and fill up a room, um, talk to a crowd, get endorsements. Flores show up anywhere, man. He might get three or four people, and that's all his immediate family. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want a little bit more than somebody that can just do X's and O's in Miami. So he'll go somewhere else, and he'll be successful. He never was going to be uh, successful in Miami because he didn't have the charisma and the personality. Another thing that the coaches don't do, they don't do their homework. One thing I learned from Bill Cowher, uh, Bill Cowher had probably 100 names per position coaches on his list. So whenever somebody left uh, for another job, head coaching job, he had eight coaches that left for head coaching jobs. He had 99 other coaches for that position to hire. Um, That's something that uh, Coach Mike Tomlin could have learned um, from Bill Cowher because the staff that Coach Tomlin assembled is the worst in the league. And I got to agree with Luther um, that um, it wasn't only the offensive line that was poor for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was the off- It was the assistant coaches that Coach Tomlin hired that was the worst I've ever seen in NFL history. So I agree with you, uh, Claudio, that the coaching in the National Football League is the worst it's been in, um, in league history. And, and I don't blame the coaches. I blame the people who hire them. I mean, they may come up with the fancy terms and the fancy notebooks and and whatever the hell it is that that impresses these owners or GMs, but uh, I, I like you said they don't fill a, they don't fill a room. Uh, there's no charisma. There's no it factor. You mentioned Landry and Noel and Shula and Chuck Knox and uh, John Madden and uh, you know Dick Vermeil. Uh, you know, to me, Denny Green. I love Denny Green. Uh, yeah, so, so there's a lot of guys, you know, Herm Edwards, who I always said, if I had a son, yeah. uh, who was playing college football, there's only one place I would send him, And that would be to Herm Edwards. But, um, yeah. just the play calling, you know, these young guys, they have an, a confidence is one thing, but they have an arrogance about them that they know everything. And meanwhile, they make these stupid ass calls like the guy from, from the chargers and Canada does what he does. Um, I don't know this for sure, but I bet any success that the offense has from the Steelers is all comes from Ben, Ben's play calls. Yes. L- Luther, your final yes. thoughts on that? Listen, uh, the assistant coaches for the Steelers, um, very disappointed, um, especially with Matt Canada. You know, I don't know how much of it was him and how much of it was Ben's limited ability at this point, um, but I, I definitely didn't agree. Too many pitches on fourth and ones were to throw in the ball back four yards and, and not even getting that. Uh, 
definitely disagree uh, with, with a lot of his plays. Um, yeah, it seemed like Paul was taking more of the defensive roles. Uh, his defensive play calling, you know, he called this last game against Baltimore, uh, you know, because of a COVID situation. Um, and I, I thought it was, it was a good job. Listen. Did he call the I plays like or it was his game plan? Because I didn't see him calling any plays. Well, see, again, people get caught up if he's not walking around with a big, uh, with all his plays on there. Yes, he called the plays because, um, you know, uh, defensive coordinator was out with Kobe. So that right. Was but I mean, did he actually call the, call the plays or was it his scheme? No, I'm not, Terrell, I Terrell, Austin, the plays. Terrell, Terrell Austin called the plays. Well, I, I know it was reported that he was calling the defensive plays, the coordination and everything. You guys get caught up in who's walking around with this big playbook in their hand. Listen, from what I understand, from what I've read, it was him calling the plays, his game plan. It was his show, and they shut down uh, the Baltimore Ravens offense for most of the game, except for a big run uh, down there. So, listen, uh, I, I think he doesn't get enough credit. I think the assistant coaches are below par. I would definitely like to set an upgrade defensively and offensively for the, for the Steelers. I think they definitely could use that as they upgrade their offensive line, defensive line, and middle linebackers. Uh, but I haven't been impressed with the assistant coaches all year. All right. And we're going to end the show with the Eric Jackson-Lurie final word. Criminal defense attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. Super Bowl predictions. Mr. Dupree, who do you got? Well, at the beginning of the year, once again, I called Kansas City and Green Bay. That was my selection at the beginning of the year. I thought Kansas City would win it uh, over Green Bay in, in, the, in the playoffs. Um, so I'm going to stick with Kansas City. Uh, I see them blowing past Pittsburgh this weekend. I think offensively, they started to catch uh, steam again. I know they had a, a bad start at the beginning of the year, but as they got healthy, the offense has gotten better, and the defense does just enough. You know, you keep a team under 20, the Kansas City offense is going to win the game for you. In the NFC, I think it's a lot, a lot uh, closer. Um, Arizona and LA is a very competitive game. Uh, I think either team can make some noise if they get past it. I do see LA getting past because they're at uh, their home stadium, and uh, Arizona still has those injuries that they're dealing with. So I see LA getting past. But I'm going to stick with what I said at the beginning of the year. Um, I said Kansas City and Green Bay. I'm going to stick with those two teams, although Green Bay has not shown up in the championship game for the last, what, 10 years. Um, I think they get it done, but I think Kansas City wins the whole thing. Offensively, Patrick Mahomes is the, one of the greatest quarterbacks that we've seen. I think he'll go down as the greatest quarterback in NFL history once it's all said and done. So I have Kansas City over Green Bay, as I predicted at the very beginning of the season. Jim. Um, Tennessee um, is getting healthy right now. They're going to be a tough, very tough team to beat. But I got to agree with Luther. I'm leaning towards uh, Kansas City, even though they don't have much leadership at quarterback. Um, they, they got a what? lot of talent, but not much lead, not much leadership. Um, on in in the AF in the NFC, um, nobody's beating Tampa Bay. I'm disappointed in Bruce Arians how he handled the Antonio Brown situation. Oh, but Bruce Arians, in Antonio my opinion, is still 
is still the best um, coach in football. He put together the Ooh. best staff um, in football. I think that um, Byron Leftwich would get one of those jobs. He makes good decisions because he married one of the Shafinos, <laughs> and you can't beat that. But uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady quietly had an MVP season. Uh, Tampa Bay starting to get healthy again. And that deep Tampa Bay defense is playoff battle ready. Tampa Bay defense in the regular season is mediocre. They're still they're they're distilled curtain when it comes to the playoffs and Super Bowls. And um, they got a, a Devin that we all like. The only thing that I didn't like about Arians is he didn't uh, he didn't see uh, Benny Hinn heal Antonio Brown's ankles as he was hop skipping and jumping to the locker room after he took oh, everything off. Good. But anyway, I got uh, Arians didn't want to put the very beginning and he got his wish a year too late. Year too late. I got. I'm with Jim. I have Kansas City. Uh, with Tampa against Tampa Bay. I, at the beginning of the year, I said Raiders rematch. and Rams. Yeah, I, th- I think a rematch. And I, I think that um, I'm going to go Tampa Bay to win the whole thing one more time. Uh, even though it's hard to go against Mahomes, I'm biased towards baseball player, stud baseball players who are quarterbacks. Um, but uh, and Mahomes, you can see that with, with uh, you can see the shortstop in him. But having said all that, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay winning the whole thing. But, uh, guys, it's always great to have you on. I appreciate it very much and uh, look forward to seeing you guys in the studio on Friday for the Boxing Authorities, which can be watched on live.vivetv.network. You can also check it out on YouTube at Steel City Luke. Uh, You can see a lot of our uh, shows there. So, guys, as always, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Claudia. You're the best. Uh, You guys are. Jim, thank you. He won't thank me, Luther. He'll thank Adam. Jim probably is already off. He already lost. Jeez, he gets off quick, boy. He didn't even say goodbye to us at the studio. Me and Luther are talking. All of a sudden, Jim's gone. He disappears. I think he ran out of minutes. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) Cricket. All right. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, As always, thank you, Rick Mitchell and Adam Zalouf, my great producer, upcoming guests, professional soccer player who also has a great. TV show called uh, Frugal Athlete and Bowie Okogu, great guy can't wait to have him on, Rudy Rudiger uh, we're going to get him on within the next couple of weeks, he just texted me during the show, Rudy's going to be a great guest uh, another lady, Carol Graham, who has a great story I was on her show last year and she, great story might not be the right word, she, she's been through a lot and um, uh, looking forward to having her on, she's going to tell her story and I'm sure it'll have impact on everyone. She's been through a lot and she's overcome a lot. So uh, thank all of you for listening to the show. Subscribe to the show and as always, thank you mom and pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Claudio Rosano Show brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com
so nice to be outside this time of year to enjoy boating, fishing, gardening, and golf. How about swimming and playing in the park, Parker? Yes, Hudson. Unless you're experiencing sneezing, headaches, nasal congestion, itchy, watery eyes, and hives. It's allergy season. Can Grandpa help people feel better? Yes, Hudson. At the Roscoe Allergy Center in Dubois, folks can get relief so they can enjoy their summer. Call Grandpa today at 814-375-0455. Modern solutions with the allergy care you've been looking for. Gotcha. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Would you like to join a community service-oriented group to help provide remarkable services such as the Halloween Parade, Santa Parade, a Memorial Golf Outing, the annual Harvest Festival, award secondary educational scholarships, and raise several fundraising events? If so, the Quaker Valley Rotary Club is looking for people of action who live a service-above-self type of lifestyle and want to help make the Quaker Valley District even better. Please visit us at www.quakervalleyrotary.org or call Scott Zayner at 412-720-0298. 